Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Carolina Social Club. This is episode number 25. That's right. We're a quarter of the way to 100. Go, hey. figure, go figure on that. Joining me tonight, B and Eddie. Guys, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Right on. B, how you doing? I complain. This is uh, cutting right into my painting time, so. <laughs> well. <laughs> This is cutting into my ability to be creative. So no, no, it's it, honestly a. It's a good thing because I need a break because otherwise I'll just drive myself fucking insane. And two, it's a good thing because I'm actually painting around stuff and not just going. Well, I can't do that. I have this thing later. You know, ladies and gents, I am drinking Govert's Tremino tonight. It is lovely. I don't know what that is. Govert's Tremino is like a type of like grape that they make wine from and shit. Oh, but because I have children. Instead of wine, I just my favorite vineyard makes Gewurz Tremina grape juice, so I'm fucking chugging that shit like a boss. Oh, that's nice. It's Sorry. fucking. I've never had grape juice taste like this place makes. I if you ever find a vineyard, anybody out there, if you like grape juice and you find a vineyard that makes grape juice, they're fucking amazing. It's like so complex. I mean, they have to be right. I mean, that's what they know. That's their I would, shit. I would think so. It just like makes you wonder. fucking it up, like you know, is it really that good a vineyard? Is is kind of where I go out with it. Yeah. How do you how do you determine what what grape gets used in grape juice and what get used what gets used in wine though? That's my question. Uh, for, one's fermented, one's not. Yeah, for for this place because they gave us like a full tour when we went. Um, this place had some uh, every grape that they used for wine was also an option for grape juice because of the fermenting process. Oh, that's killer. Um, and that's why, like, they're, this year they did a Gewurz Tremina. They also do a Moscat every year, which everybody who's ever had a Moscato wine, you know how sweet they can be. Yep. Um, and I'm imagine that is a great Yeah. Uh, and then they do, some, man. they do some dark ones. I think uh, I also bought a, um, a rosé grape juice downstairs. <laughs> But uh, Now that yeah. I'm going to need to get your uh, full report on because I'm a rosé man. Well, this converts right now. I'm going to tell you this, ladies and gents. Um, I feel quite uppity. Uppity. He's on the sugar hive. It sounds like it. He's back, he's back on the sugars. Okay. In fairness, I mean, it's, not, it's only about like a, cap, a cup's worth left, but it's fucking great. what it is. Whew, I'm glad we're starting off like this, too, guys, because the last couple will have been pretty fucking downer. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I, I just, I'm not into a super like, serious episode tonight. Like we'll touch on things that are going on a little bit, but yeah, I mean we got to touch on what's happening in the world around us, sure. But basically, also fuck Madison Cawthorn, bitch. Let's, let's let's also just not spend you know 45 minutes talking about mass racial hatred, murder events in the United yeah. States. Yeah, it sounded it's, like you said mass racial hatred, and I was like, fuck, I feel bad for her. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that person, that bitch. You got that name? God, fuck off. You're not Jennifer Aniston. Who are you? That's a that's a friend's joke for all my friends fans out there. All two what, is, what is the name of a friend's fan? Do they have like a specific fanatic name? Are they friends of friends? I don't I don't know. I think they just call themselves friends. It's they very could confusing. Be, they could be friends natics. <laughs> they're um they're Rembrandts. Friendaholics. They, uh, sure, I'll take it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know enough about friends to be like, oh, they they call themselves this. They call themselves this reference. Okay. I got I got to know. So 
What? <laughs> Bands of friends. Oh, weenuses. Weenuses. I remember the weenus episode pretty well. Fan community nicknames. Okay, let's do this. Friendly. We're all okay. just friendly. Friends have no matches on the list of fan community nicknames, so I guess they just don't have names. I, it sounds like we're about to strike it rich by A, coming up with a name, and B, copywriting it and creating all kinds of merch. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I Where has the it. ship sailed for Friends merch? No, I, no. It are has, we a day late uh, a dollar on that one? I don't think so. No. God, no. I think Friends is one of those, like, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air that's just going to stand the test of time forever. Yeah, we can't do this. we can't do this shit on air because all of a sudden I don't trust anybody. Yep. The, yep. Uh, no, we're keeping this one to ourselves. No, we're shutting that down. Yeah. And although the free idea that you that anybody out there in the internet can take is just get a picture of David Schwimmer from Band of Brothers and put Ross underneath it. Yeah. Sell a million. Oh yeah. As a matter of <laughs> fact, honestly, if you could take pictures from any any show. Any other movie that anybody else, have been, any of the others have been in? Oh, man. Photoshop them up together like that? Yeah. You get like Top Gear. Um, I know he has a real name, but Joey Tribbiani. <laughs> yeah. Matt, uh, LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. LeBlanc. Right? That's right, Matt yeah, LeBlanc. Yeah, yeah. Get, get Top on... Gear LeBlanc. Get uh, Lisa Ooh. Kudrow from Ready get to Matt. Rumble. Was she in that? Get Masters of the Universe, Courtney Cox. Okay. Okay. I'm hearing it. Get. Uh... Get back, back to the school. Yeah. Um. But I say, nine yards, Matthew Perry. I guess I can't think of anything else he's done. He's not. He's not in that. Courtney Cox is right. I thought Matthew Perry was in whole nine Wait, yards. Whole, oh no, no, no! I've got. I'm thinking. Um, thinking someone else entirely. We're yeah. fools rush in, Matthew Perry. That's fair. I was gonna say, let's just get rid of Matthew Perry and just like put Ben Stiller in. That's <laughs> disrespectful to Chandler Bing. I feel. I think Chandler Bing. If we're just replacing people, Ben Stiller could have. Ben Stiller could have easily done Chandler Bing. Matthew Perry. Literally, the only thing he's done besides Chandler being is cocaine. That's unfair. He did a lot of pain pills too. Uh, <laughs> what has he done though? I'm, I'm looking him up. On oh my god, dude! He literally he did the nine and ten yards films. He did Fools Rush In, and past that, there's been a whole bunch of like one season TV shows that are like Matthew Perry's back, and oh, this god. time he's. All right, so yep, That's fair. not not a whole lot of not a whole, a whole lot. lot no, no, he's not. He's he's yet to have his like Quentin Tarantino Renaissance moment. <laughs> Let's do Office Space Jennifer Anderson. Okay, wearing all the tchotchkes. Let's just Photoshop all the tchotchkes on her suspenders. Wow, he hasn't been in anything since 2017. You know, does he need to? He was in Fallout probably New not. Vegas. You know, probably, that's all, that's all he needs to. to do. He was in Fallout New Vegas. Can I just reiterate that? That's such a weird crossover for me. I didn't know he was in Fallout New Vegas. Okay, that's okay. Good for him. I still don't want him on my friend's t-shirt, but good for him. I, he was apparently in the Zac Efron 17 again film. Yeah, he <laughs> what played a the weird order. life this dude has had. He has had, a, you right. know, these guys, these guys have had, have all had interesting lives, but I feel like his is probably the most like wild. Well, he was like, apparently like a top-ranked junior tennis player. Like I don't, I don't see David Schwimmer being like, you know, throwing a bunch of cocaine on some hooker and be like, "Don't get up till you're numb." I don't see David Schwimmer saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to see David Schwimmer get in a fight with Nicolas Cage. Who wins that? That's a that's a toughie. I, mean, Nick, I think Cage. Nicolas Cage wins that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm calling. I'm calling Dark Horse. I'm putting fifty on Schwims. No, I'm thinking oh, Nicolas Cage. I'm He's thinking... got a lot of got a lot of repressed rage in him. 
I'm thinking Nicolas Cage literally could probably talk his talent into another sentient being and beat the shit out of David Schumer in a two on one. Yeah. <laughs> he just said nah. fucking nah. 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 <laughs> Swimmer's gonna give him the two piece of the biscuit. All right. No, no. Yep. If you mean if you mean because David Schwimmer is working at a KFC, okay, sure. <laughs> David Schwimmer doesn't have to work with a KFC. He played Rob Kardashian, <laughs> goddammit. Ooh. Congrats hey, he was good in that. Him. If you haven't seen that, watch it. Uh, I'm okay, because I really don't like Sarah Paulson. Really? Really hate Sarah Paulson. Really? Yeah, I just really hate her. Okay, well, but, there's going to be a lot of her in that. So I, maybe I avoid it. <laughs> maybe maybe don't watch it. You know. maybe, maybe don't watch it. I mean, there's all this other great stuff around her, but if you just you know, have this personal intense dislike for Sarah Paulson, then, you know, avoid. I can look at something and be like, oh, this is awesome. Oh, look, there's a pile of shit in the middle of it. Huh. I don't like this pile of shit. And that's how I feel about Sarah Paulson. Man, I don't know what she did to you, but sorry. Sorry for bringing her up. Oh, no. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to... Sarah Paulson pissed in your Cheerios when you were like six, and you were like, man, fuck this. Fucking whatever the opposite of Wookiee Life Dead no, is. She was the Wookie one Life thought, hatred. She went into my mother's womb and wrapped the umbilical cord around me. I was lucky to get her out. <laughs> God I damn. See. I see. Yeah. Attempted murder, Sarah Paulson. Little bonus for the for the Twitch watchers there. It's a little, little Easter egg. Yeah, y'all see her in Twelve Years a Slave. She wasn't acting in that. She was that evil. Now that's something she's I will see with her in it. That was fine because she was a villain. That's fine. So she's a villain. You're good. Yeah, if I gotta hate her, I I got to. But I'm not gonna hate Marsha Clark. You know. I mean, Marsha Clark did what she had to do in that trial. Her, her, the whole prosecution was just fucking crazed. The, the whole I thing mean, was crazy. Like every, every like high profile event, uh, case like that always goes the way of the defense. Just think about it. Oh, I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Also, think about how good fucking Nathan Lane was in that thing, man. Nathan Lane's so good at acting. I wish he did more shit. Yeah, please. Guys, watch everything Nathan Lane is in. Including the people versus OJ Simpson. Just fast forward through the Sarah Paulson parts. Probably not. Probably not. We can I will just re-watch um only find a YouTube clip of him on it and just watch that. I will just (laughs) I will I will like get a um a copy of the birdcage, watch it at 0.75 to kind of slow it down a little bit and just pretend I'm watching the trial. That'll be fine. I don't think you're gonna have the same vibe, but what do I know? It works fine for me. All right, your call. Jagador Spartacus in half speed. That's your business. Anyway, B, you said you had a question for me. I didn't have a question, Um, guys. Yeah, I think one of the things I was doing. If you if you could see my screen right now, I've got about seventeen tabs open, full of shit. That I wanted to talk about. Tonight. All right, all right, I'm feeling it. Rapid so, fire and, and master of ceremonies, this motherfucker. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, let's do it. I want to take it a little bit different. We here in the Carolina Social Club, uh, we usually only focus on the things that are around us. But I wanted to take a moment and let's talk about something that is quite historic, but did not happen here, and that is the fall of the Australian Conservative Party. I saw that this morning, actually. 
First no, time in a, in a decade or something like that? For those Several of you decades? Not, not paying attention, those of you who are just American and just kind of just glance over the headline. Yeah, like Josh says, the Conservative Party has ruled Australia for a decade. And you could talk to plenty of Australians and a lot of them fucking hated it. But unfortunately, they didn't vote, you know? Up until now, when the Labor Party defeated them. Now, I do know that you don't need to necessarily think of um, American politics and try to copy paste here. It will not work. What I can tell you is the Labor Party. Well, first off, you guys know anything about the Labor Party? Not really, no. Okay. So let me give you some, some background here, why this is a big deal. The Labor Party, and I'm just going to hit on a couple of things here, and I'm going to talk down for anyone who may be listening who don't know. Um, the Labor Party is commonly described as a social democratic party. Its constitution stipulates that it is a diplom uh, democratic socialist party. It was created by and has been influenced by trade unions. And in practice, labor politicians regard themselves as part of the broader labor movement and tradition. They are huge into big government because they believe that that is the one form of leadership that the people have control in. And making it smaller, excuse me, will shrink the amount of power the people can have. Now, if there's anybody here listening at home, if you don't know about social democracy, it's a philosophy within socialism itself. Um, it is big on economic democracy and it really doesn't like capitalism per se. It is also big on social justice. So the one thing I wanted to talk to y'all about was um, Australia is a pretty big fucking deal, you know, in, in the scheme of things, it's a big fucking deal. Um, and this party is much further left than anything we've got in substantial power here. Now, they still got a lot of work to do because they don't own the majority of the political power down there because they allow smaller independents to get on the ballots more. And therefore, the parliament down there is filled with not just labor and conservative parties, but smaller independents like, you know, the Green Party. They are going to have to get that group under control if they're going to maintain any kind of majority. So... The conflict is still there, but the fact that we are looking at a massive developed nation that has a political party that is basically the cousin of socialism in control, that's a big fucking deal. Yeah. So I just kind of wanted to get your take on it. You want to go first, Eddie? You want me to go first? Good. I, I think that it's, it's always a good thing when uh, people can actually feel like they're represented appropriately and not feel like it's just a hopeless, you know, desperate situation that they'll never be able to, to change. Um, I'm, it's awesome that it only, that it only took a decade to shift things around, honestly, because like, I feel like if you were going to try, I know you said not to copy and paste the situation between there and here, but like, if you're going to try and, and re reverse all the damage that's been done in the last, who knows how long it would take much longer than, than 10 years um but yeah i'm interested to see how it goes maybe maybe we'll move to australia i will i will mention the conservative party down there 
has whenever I was living out there for sure, the Conservative Party was doing their best to um, emulate the American Republican Party. So there is a lot of similarities that are in between the two. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to hit on a couple points here. Uh, number one, I looked up the conservative uh, PM, and he's the most Australian-looking motherfucker I've seen in my life. <laughs> Look at this fucking picture. Wow. Yeah, he just looks so... Like, if you just guessed, you'd say, oh, yeah, Australia. No, not from Colorado mm-hmm. or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, that motherfucker has offered me something from various Barbies. <laughs> at certain points. Uh, I mean, if... This is me speaking as esoterically as I can. I grasp that my... Um, maybe not esoterically, I guess, uh, but as, as unguarded, unfirebranded as I can, I grasp that my personal beliefs are not those that are held by everybody. I also grasp that, you know, things, I'm, I'm not somebody who, you know, I don't have that standard kind of disaffected 20 year old thing where it's like, man, if, you know, if everybody would just listen to my plan, you know, we'd have harmony because we probably wouldn't. You know, yeah, it doesn't work that way. There are fundamental differences between people and what they believe and how they want to be governed. So I do think that there is a certain degree of uh, there has to be a certain degree of push pull. Mm-hmm. There has to be. And, you know, I've had 10 years of and I know nothing of uh, Scott Morrison, his name, uh, the former PM. Yeah, the one who just lost. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't really know nothing about Scott Morrison's actual political beliefs or anything that he's advanced or anything of that nature. Um, that being said, painting, you know, an entire group of millions with a broad brush, in general, conservatives and I don't get along. <laughs> in general, you know, we have a lot of divergent opinions. So, you know, if he's had nine plus years to do whatever kind of, you know, hateful austerity, racism, bullshit he wants to do. Um, cool. You had your turn, pal. Now eat shit. And then maybe this guy, uh, this Albanese guy runs for another nine. And then there's a backlash to that. And, you know, it's, it's all going to be piecemeal. It'll always be just a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You're always going to have people who want to undo some of the stuff that the prior people did. That's always going to be the thing. Mm -hmm. The hope is that people who actually care about things like social justice, um, you know, like wealth inequality, things like that, do so much that it's, you know, categorically impossible for the next person to do away with all of it. They'll do away with some of it, but if you can do enough to where they can't really do away with all of it, then that's something, you know, I have a lot of things that I don't like about Obamacare, but it is pretty cool that no matter how much the Republicans have tried, they just can't get the ACA out of there. <laughs> it's got a, it's got a stick in their craw every fucking night. It's a, it's a pretty remarkable thing that it's maintained as long as that. I hope it gave Mitch McConnell sciatica. I hope fucking, <laughs> I hope that, Jim Jordan fuckface has a toothache over it. Yeah, but with a with the ACA, they they could get care if they weren't even if they weren't senators. That's exactly right. Of course, none of those people are going to ever. No one's ever served as a Republican senator and died in the poorhouse. True. True. Probably not as a Democratic senator either. Let's be fair. Yeah, they that was yeah. They, they all turned out pretty well. Everybody everybody gets a job at a fucking oil company or a think tank. Henry Kissinger's a fucking war criminal. And he still makes millions a year. 
just walking around and fucking mumbling. He's 99. <laughs> Shit. Look yeah, at that he... and tell me there's a God. <laughs> <laughs> he'll never, I, I cannot. he'll never die. He'll never die. He'll, he'll just persist. He'll, he'll go in, yeah, you'll go into his house one day and you'll see a clump of clothes and it'll be like when Obi-Wan was killed by Darth Vader. He was, he will still persist as a force ghost. After he'll just be a malevolent spirit. He'll 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 walk the earth like a like an actual ghost. You know, when they have work that still needs to be done. Henry Kissinger has so many more war crimes he could commit. His work isn't finished here on this plane. <laughs> <laughs> he'll just be a floating head, like Futurama style. Yeah, they'll be talking to President. I don't know, fucking Jake Paul in ten years oh, or some shit. Don't put that on us. <laughs> the the thing is, is it like it's. It's, it's not out of the realm. No, of it really isn't. Trump became president. Anybody could be. Could be anyone. Could be David after dentist. Oh man, Hazon Day could be president. Jesus Christ! I like, <clears throat> I like the idea. Uh, the one thing that this is this has helped to remind me of um, is you look at this party uh, that has that's going to be assuming, you know, the, the prime minister position in Australia. Um, they're left like AOC is left. The conservatives down there would probably get along just as well with the fucking Democrats up here. Oh, like, yeah. Yes. People, people here, it's, it's like they've been starved on what progressivism and conservatism, what they really mean in the worldwide scale. Bernie Sanders is a center-left compromise candidate, yep. literally anywhere else. Yep. And I don't think people understand that. And I really would challenge if anyone ever gets the opportunity to travel to another country, you know, go. Not if for nothing else for the experiences, but the way they're ran, you can really see a difference. It's remarkable. Um, and I'm not saying that these other countries get it all right. You know, and I'm not saying Australia gets it all right, but I am saying that they're not afraid to do this. And the transition of power is peaceful. You know, there is no insurrections coming, no, no protests coming for this. The Conservative Party is going to step down. They've already conceded defeat. Scott Morrison is going to say, oh, yeah, 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 did me one good day. Yeah, I'll be back. But... <laughs> Morrison is the Australian Terminator. <laughs> you saw that picture, and the picture I posted <laughs> underneath, by the way, that's Anthony Albanese, the guy who was taking over. The, yeah, uh, and and uh, and he uh, and he looks like just about anybody I've ever seen in Labour Party leadership across yeah, <laughs> either yeah. here or in uh, or in in Britain. But We're all very serious men. <laughs> we had this conversation. Yes, uh, we've had two parts where we were talking about a very heavy topic. Um, just in case anyone's curious, they ain't having them fucking conversations down there. They don't have to. It's been legal since the '80s, and it's not in remotely in any danger. It's never even brought up in political discussions on a wide scale. A woman's body is her business down there, you know, and that that shit should frustrate you a little bit, but. <clears throat> hopefully it doesn't frustrate you enough that you're like fuck this is gonna be another downer episode but like no we're not doing we're not doing another downer episode i can't handle it like enough for you to say maybe we should look at shit a little bit differently Let, let's let's look at shit a little bit differently you know what I mean? i'm looking at shit like kel whenever you listen to this let's move to australia uh yeah 
I love it. I literally have been looking ready to fight a kangaroo because literally nobody's fucking hiring me up here in America. I may as well go back down to Australia. The embassy is currently accepting, you know, applications. So I'm just saying. Let's just roll you and me roll up on Australia, dude. (laughs) You can join our new podcast, the fucking (laughs) Queensland Social Club. Yes. Kookaburra Social Club. Oh, the Kookaburra. Yeah, we got to go to like the most fucked up named place and and be the social club there. The Geelong, whatever. I don't fucking care. Well, now I'm looking for ones that are starting with a C because I want to know, you know, what 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 Canberra. we can possibly replace with, you know. The, uh, the capital of Australia is Canberra. Yeah, but I want something really fucked up and weird, like Karekalinga. <laughs> that sounds like a sexual thing. It uh, some of these look that way. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, Kushi Mudlow. Oh my god! I mean, I'm come on, guys. On, just in the sound of that, that sounds odd. Crayfish, of Crayfish Creek just Rain sounds Bar. like a place in Carolina. Now, <clears throat> I'd be Crawfish Creek, I guess, but still. What I wanted to add to this, the Crawdad probably. Crawdad um, Creek. <laughs> what I wanted to add to this, a little side story. As the voting was happening, as the election campaigns were going on last week, uh, at the conservative, one of the conservative party hubs, a Kim Jong-un lookalike appeared. Uh, I'm going to link. Do you have it. anything to say? Oh yes. Okay. Was <laughs> it just like standing? <laughs> oh yes. I, I I'm linking it on the thing here. Um, <clears throat> he decided to burst into an event that the prime minister at the time was attending with a lawmaker who was running uh, on a lower scale named Gladys Liu. She's from Hong Kong, but she's been living in Australia for a while. Um, <clears throat> Let's see if we can do this because the opening paragraphs of this AP news article, they're amazing. Oh man, let me let me try it. Do you want to try or should I try? I I, I got to. I got to. Got to hit go it. Hit it. Tag, right. tag out if you need to. I got my NPR voice ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to do it? Okay, okay. You want to do it? I'll just do the talking. Go for it. A man impersonating North Korean leader Kim Jong-un on Friday disrupted the Australian election campaign when he burst into an event that Prime Minister Scott Morrison was attending with lawmaker Gladys Liu. The impersonator, who later identified himself by the stage name Howard X, started talking to gathered media. <laughs> now I can't do my fucking voice. <laughs> I didn't take broadcasting class for nothing. I'm good. No, 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 no. I'm trying to do the Australian. The do it. We had last, it. you know. That, thank you very much. That, uh, th- thank you very much. Gladys Liu is the communist candidate for Australia. He said before he was interrupted by an aide to Morrison. Excuse me, you're going to have to leave. This is the most offensive thing I've ever seen in a campaign. Said the aide, Nick Creevy. The impersonator responded. Excuse me, you don't tell the Supreme Leader what to do. I support Gladys Liu. The impersonator left the Melbourne venue soon after. In a statement to the Associated Press, Lou said she was focused on delivering outcomes for the Melbourne committees she represents. I will not be distracted from my opponents. She's a Monty Python horse shit. Lou was born in Hong Kong and has lived in Australia for more than 30 years. 
The disruption appeared to have been orchestrated in part by long-shot Queensland State Senate candidate Drew Pavlou, who said on social media that he was good friends with Howard X, and it was... One of the best things we've ever managed. One of the best. Pavlou enjoyed that. Yeah. I'm not going to keep going because there's like no, another no, no, two, no. two paragraphs on this shit. That's perfect right there. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love the fact that the AP had to be like, excuse me, you don't tell the Supreme Leader what to do. <laughs> <laughs> You don't tell me what to do. I'm the supreme leader. It's amazing. Supreme Man. leader of these nuts. Howard <laughs> X, huh? Okay. Howard X. Howard X. I just, I just want to know book. if there's any more about... Oh, no. This guy's is an Australian slash Hong Kong Chinese music producer, political satirist, and media personality. He is, the world's, he is the world's first professional impersonator of Kim Jong-un. <laughs> oh, yeah. This um, is what he does. You, the picture is on um, the thing. Can you throw it up on Twitch so they can see this shit? Yeah, hang on. You guys have to see this guy because he kind of looks like a cross between Kim Jong-un and Psy. Like he might break out in the Gangnam style at any moment. But at the same time, not quite as Asian as them, which is weird because he's Asian. There he is. This is this is right a good there. one too because it's it's him impersonating Kim Jong Un with another guy impersonating Donald Trump. But the guy impersonating Donald Trump doesn't look anything like Donald Trump. He just sort of looks like a general old man with a blonde wig on. Yeah. There you go. Howard X has a bachelor's in jazz performance though, so so he's a legit music producer. He's right? a legit he's a- music producer. I just want to know what he played. <laughs> got big trombone energy. That's a tromboner if I've ever seen one. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I'm getting I'm getting those sensations myself. I think you're onto something. Yeah, he's got, he's got tr- trombone vibes. He worked as a music producer for a Brazilian band from Melbourne known as Bossa Negra. Oh, guys, I mean, come on. <laughs> if that's not the sound of a trombone band right there, like that's a brass band and a half. I'm sorry, he's a drummer. Fuck he runs, you, dude. No, he runs a samba school in Hong Kong. I mean, why not, right? It's just such a... Oh, yeah, this is the Samba School in Hong Kong that I attend that's run by the drum-playing the drum playing Kim Jong-un impersonator. <laughs> Mom, you're not going to stop it's me from following my dreams. It's a fucking Mad Lib is all that is. That's a Mad Lib. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's, uh, that's something. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is it for international news from me, guys. Um, hey, with one exception. Okay. With one exception, because I saw this, it made me giggle. I wanted to, to share it. Finland has a brewery, guys. Okay. I assume they, they have a few. Yes, they do, because it's fucking Finland. Um, their newest beer that they're releasing in Finland is called Otan Aluda. Which means I'll have a beer. And the French <laughs> abbreviation for NATO is OTAN. This is literally described as having it is a NATO beer that has the taste of security. I love that. Well, now I have to take a look at the beer. The can Larry is can. amazing. The can oh, is the can! The can's pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. All right, hold on. I'm putting that up. Yeah, here. that can rules. I want to hang out with that guy. Here y'all yeah. go on Twitch. That's, uh, can, that's, can, that's ridiculous. I, I love that. Finland, Chill with that, dude. Finland's always been pretty fucking awesome with, with the way their politics run and shit like that. But unfortunately for them, they have a really pissy neighbor. So it's really <laughs> yeah, cool they do. to see that they are in NATO now or they, they're signed all the paperwork to get into NATO. 
And these guys are like, fuck yeah, guys. You know what we got to do to that? Fucking drink. <laughs> Make some beer. I like their prison cells. If I ever have to do hard time, I want to do it in Finland. Like the Finland prisons look like a like a kind of an upscale like pod for some sort of tech startup. Look at this fucking thing. That's where a murderer lives. (laughs) (laughs) That's where a murderer. That's where a murderer lives. He has a thing. He's got a phone. He's got a absolutely. I saw. I used to watch Locked Up a lot because I was really insomniatic and I used to just chain smoke cigarettes and keep MSNBC on. And they would sometimes do uh, Locked Up Abroad. And the, every one of those episodes was just like, man, it's kind of crazy over here with these prisons. It's a lot different than back home. And they're interviewing one dude who like was in jail for like aggravated assault. And the CEO interrupted the interview because a watch he had ordered had come in and the CEO wanted to give it to him. Wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. <dude. laughs> that's that's, that's something. Oh man, foreign prisons. We really don't do it well here. <laughs> oh man. Is it like the privatization? Is that what it is? It's the privatization, 100%. If this, if this is what government funding gets you, which is like fucking a bed with like two pillows and a fucking reading lamp and a mm-hmm. sitting desk, not just a sitting desk, guys, another chair to just sit in and do nothing. It's a, yes, the relaxation a ruminating chair. chair in the back. Yes. He's got a window. He's got a fucking window. Like and the bars this don't is, look like bars. They just look like fucking panels. This is one of my favorite things I ever like to show because it's it's just a very interesting thing. Um, Varg Vikernes, um, I don't know if we have any death metal fans, uh, any Norwegian black metal fans in the room? Ah, um, Varg Vikernes was the lead singer of Burzum. Uh, he's a white nationalist now. I know everybody's shocked. But uh, he, uh, he, he stabbed a dude to death and set fire to like three yep. historic churches. Yep. Okay, I remember. This and guy. that's his jail cell, where he spent his time. Wow. And it just sort of looks like he's at a way camp, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's a that's an upscale college dorms. All that is. He was able to release like three albums from prison because they're like, oh, you need recording equipment? Sure, use our recording facility. <laughs> yeah. Not, but yeah, it is. It is the privatization. A hundred percent. That's 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 what that's what. It's, it turns prisons into a business, and that business is how can we lower make as, make as much money as possible? Yeah. How, can, how, can we, how can we reduce cost and increase profit? And reduce cost and increase profit tends to mean we're going to treat these people like dirt and feed them fucking salt, Peter Kool Aid, and just beat them to death. So, all of our listeners out there, go to a Nordic nation and murder someone if that's what if you need to you do. You need to kill someone. <laughs> Somewhere in the Nordic area, yeah, preferably one without a whole lot of extradition. Yeah, don't do that. Otherwise, don't do that. What are you doing? Yeah, otherwise you just fucked up. That's all you did. Live a squeaky clean life here in America. Travel over there, slaughter some unsuspecting shepherd or something. I don't know what they do. And I think mostly shepherding. Yeah, just turn shepherding and and furniture. Why did you kill this person? You'd be like, he was making shark jerky. I don't know why I killed him. He was making shark jerky and that offended me. That's all you got to do, guys. And then you get to live in a college dorm where watches get delivered to you. <laughs> and you can the use the recording equipment. And you can, and you can to make, make three albums. Yeah. Yes. Can you imagine? And then, and then the craziest part is he actually is out of jail. Like, that's the craziest part for me. 
Like he's not serving a life sentence despite the fact that he did some really heinous shit. Well, that's pretty. I mean, how old was he when he did it? Uh, so he was convinced in '94, so he would have been 21. That's they got the charge reduced to voluntary manslaughter. I have a, I have a, a thought on that a little bit because he I was feel... sentenced to 21 years in prison, which is the maximum penalty under Norwegian law. As you do, I mean, <laughs> he can't sentence you any further than that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it would be uncouth of us. That was a very mean thing you did. So I hope you enjoy these 21 years. And when you're 42, you better think about what you've done. Where you launch a, a hate group, publish two books, release two albums. Uh, we did our part, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, <laughs> we, you guys now. He's been rehabilitated. <laughs> That's, you know what? That's really interesting to me because um, I did some research this week, actually, on black serial killers. Okay. Um, and I found it very like I'm not going to go into details about all these serial killers and all that other shit. What I will say is, um, uh, what's that fucking kid's name? That Boyd kid, that uh, Malvo Lee Boyd Malvo, that was with um, the, uh, the boy the, that was the, with the, the sniper. sniper. Yeah. yeah, he's up for parole in June. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. I haven't thought, I haven't thought about that in a hot minute. <laughs> so. Yeah, if you don't know Lee Boyd Mavo, guys, he was a 17-year-old kid that was uh, both an accessory and kind of like one of the snipers in the Beltway Sniper scare of like 2002. Um, the guy who did it, the main guy, John Allen Muhammad, he was... Was it a scare? Hold on. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a scare for everyone who wasn't shot, I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like, like the double digits got killed. I don't know if it was a scare necessarily. I mean, I now that I know what their plans were and how they failed at those plans, it could have been a lot worse. Fair. Um, their plan, guys, was to kill um, 12 white people a day for two months at the intent of totaling up at least 180 and then turn around and start killing like pregnant women. And wow. Then, start like holding people hostage for millions of dollars and shit like I like that. how we kick this off like hey we're going to keep things light and here we are <laughs> we, we, just anyway, can't, we can't do it my point, we just can't. Here, my point here guys about this is that the kid you know he's been in prison since 2002 it's, it, he was like put in as an adult now he's they knocked it down because uh, he's in prison in Virginia they knocked it down to him being a minor um, and that's going to put him up for parole uh, this year. Like I said, in June. He's made a lot of overtures um, to a lot of the victims' families and the victims that they didn't kill. He's actually made contact with a lot of them, asking for forgiveness, um, apologizing, explaining himself. He's done lots of interviews. And he's, I mean, I often wonder, and when you tell me about this Norwegian guy being 21, this kid's gonna come out, he's gonna be like fucking 37. Mm-hmm. And he's our age. Um, I just think it's really interesting to me. You know? Um, I don't know what kind of prison system really works. Because you look at a Norwegian guy living in a college dorm, creating a fucking white nationalist psycho group. And then I mean, you, got you have to look kids. at recidivism 
stats at that point because that's that's the main thing you know it, yeah you can say that Varg Vikernas has um, absolutely positively abhorrent politics and he does you can say that and should say that um by the same token, you know, he's not set fire to any churches nor murdered anyone since. So, you know, <laughs> tit, tit for tat, how do we, how do we, how do we think this one out, you know, because the problem with the prison system in America is that it seems it's, it's basically built on the idea of recidivism because prisoners are repeat customers. Right. The more prisoners you have, the more the state funds you, you get that money, you line your pockets. So it wants recidivism. It, it, it has no interest in actually curtailing recidivism you know that actually reminds me um whenever i uh like 15 years ago i applied to be a prison guard and i got an interview and i'll i'll never forget the guy was laughing with me you know because he liked me uh which i don't know what that says about me but he was just like you come and you work here man i gotta tell you no matter what you gotta be nice to the criminals because uh you want them to come back you like, want them to come I back. I was like, what? That's the industry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He's like, that's why we have good food, because it just keeps them coming. I will say the night I spent in jail, um, the breakfast was pretty all right. Okay, no, stop. <laughs> let's yeah. let's hear about let's hear that story. Oh god, it's such a shitty story. Um I got pulled over for speeding in Hanging Rock, Ohio. Um I was young and stupid, so I immediately said, eh, who gives a shit about that? Um, Then, like, four and a half years later, I get pulled over for not wearing my seatbelt. And (laughs) the guy's like, are you aware there's a warrant out for your arrest? I'm like, no, there isn't. Like, (laughs) there couldn't be. Uh, No, no, wait, I'm sorry. I'm skipping an entire step. Jesus Christ. Okay. So. I get the speeding ticket in Hanging Rock. I get pulled over in uh, Belfont uh, four years after that. They take my license and say, you have to settle that with them before we'll give, before you can get your license back. We're towing your car. Settle that, and then you can get your license reinstated. So the next day, I go and I take care of everything. I pay $750 to Hanging Rock. I pay... 200 some odd to get the DOT to reinstate my license. I pay the tow truck company however much to release the car. And I'm like, cool. We're handled. They wanted to see me in court about being pulled over. I never heard about that. I get pulled over four years after that point. So we're talking like an eight-year time frame. And they take me to jail. They say there's a warrant out for your arrest for failure to appear. What the fuck is this shit? So... I get out. Um, they released my reconnaissance the next morning. But, you know, they, they pulled me in at like 8 p.m. No judge was going to fucking do anything about it at 8 p.m. So I had to spend a night in the pokey. Um, got out the next morning. I'm sorry. Is there anybody in there with you? Oh, God, a whole bunch of people. It's dormitory style, bro. Oh, my God. There were so many people in there. There were, one, two, three, four, five. There were five bunk beds. And when they ran out of bunk bed space, they just brought in like these hard plastic sleds. So that people could put their mattress in the sleds and sleep in those on the floor. Which one did you get? I got a top bunk. This motherfucker right here. Nobody, nobody wanted it for some reason. I came in, I laid on my shit, I went to sleep. Um, you know, and- as well I could. Um, turns out the, the, the postscript to this is that two things 
weren't going well for me in this circumstance. Thing one. Just two? Well, they're two pretty big ones. Okay. Um, these are the two things that actually helped me out, I should say. Um, one is that they sent my summons to the wrong address. They sent my summons to an address that I hadn't lived at in five years. Okay, whatever. Two is the warrant wasn't out for Edward. It was out for Richard. Why was it out for Richard? Because when the motherfucker scanned it in, he folded over the corner and my last name showed up as my first name. Wow. They're searching for Richard. So I get an attorney and we... And I like we were pre-gaming it, and I'm like, what are we going to do here? And he goes, well, we're going to tell the judge that, you know, they sent it to the wrong address and they sent it to the wrong person. And this really works out because that's actually what fucking happened. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. We walked up to the judge. We were like, hey, here's this. And he was like, cool. Pay the fine. Bye. <laughs> and that was it. Wow. Let me tell you, that one night in, in, in just jail and just Boyd County detention. Yeah, I don't want to go back. <laughs> like ever. Like if there's if there's a poster child for that works, it's me. I don't really ever want to go back. And it wasn't that good. I did learn about how uh, guys in county um, make prison flashlights, so that was fun. Oh, <laughs> you both were like, oh, really? <laughs> I'm assuming you're going to want me to explain that. I nope. mean, yeah, you're going to be my personal wikihow.com on this. Go ahead. All right. Um, they call it hunching. <laughs> Excuse me, hunting? Hunching. Okay. Um, you can hunch on that. So when I set up my bed night and I get up to the top, I'm like sitting there just kind of freaking out. Like I'm losing my shit because I've never been in jail, you know, and I don't know if I'm going to get out tomorrow. I'm in the midst of training for a new job. I'm going to miss one of the training days, which they say is pretty much automatic firing. I'm fucking losing my mind. And (laughs) so while I'm sitting there, this guy who had clearly been in that system a few times, um was educating a, a young buck on uh, how this works see bcdc would hand out these uh, uh they'd hand out um you know just a you know rubber gloves because they one of the things you do as a prisoner is you clean the cell right so they give you rubber gloves and like a bucket with some soap and you know you clean up everything so what they would do is they'd hold on to one of the gloves they'd take their towel and wrap it around in a circle real tight jam the glove into one end and then pull the elastic wrist piece out and around so that you could take that into the shower and that'd be that'd be your girlfriend for the evening so i have some thoughts <laughs> have some pointers tips and tricks yeah, just a couple thoughts you know just some um you learned about that from the guys who were only in there for like a night or two and why did this guy, I feel like that was something that needed to be show and tell. <laughs> well, he was explaining to the guy. I mean, I think I think it was just like he's gonna he's gonna have to explain that to him. They're not gonna go into a corner about it. There's not really a good sense of privacy in there. I don't know if you know that about it. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, now I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> no, I mean, Mister Institutionalized, straight out of county over here. Yeah, straight out of county. Listen, listen to me. I'm a hard criminal. The worst part was I'd, I'd gotten my new job from uh, my old job. I'd, I'd quit my old job at the uh, pawn shop and ran into like three people who used to loan shit out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, what are you doing in here? I'm like, oh, fucking hell. This fucking uh, guy. You doing all right? <laughs> yeah, I exactly. You, can do better. you got them rubber gloves. Ugh, Christ. I did look up the stats while I was telling my woeful tale there. Um, 
you'd be a little bit shocked here. Just out of curiosity, what do you think the recidivism rate in percentage is in the United States overall? I'm going into the 60s or 70s. Okay, I got 60s or 70s from B. Josh, what you thinking? I would say probably 80 to 85%. Okay, what do you think the recidivism rate in Norway is? Oh, it's in the fucking high teens, maybe. Yeah, Josh? I'll go there. Norway has a recidivism rate of 20%, which is the lowest in the world. Okay. So the United States has 76.6%. So they know what they're doing. You set some churches on fire and stab it, dude. Serve 21 years in a dorm. You won't be back. <laughs> That's wild. I, I mean, that flashlight, I don't know. That, that, like... <laughs> that hunching, I don't know, man. I want to hunch on it. <laughs> Looking at you while you sleeping, you see that man there sitting on that top bunk, man. He couldn't make it. He couldn't make it another night. Me, on the other hand, I'm gonna get his rubber gloves when he least expects it's gonna be my girl on the side. <laughs> now that you mention it, when they when they got me to release me, they did ask for like my toilet paper and any of the cleaning supplies I had. They're like, "Hey, man, since you're leaving, wow, you don't you don't you don't need that." Let me, uh, Lord. Hey, 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 bud. Worst night of my life. Without fail, worst night of my life. God, that's that is fantastic. Um, not in a good way, but it is hilarious. I mean, looking back, there's certainly a a degree of laughter I can have for it, you know. Looking back, I mean, we're talking about something that was almost a decade ago at this point, so you know, you can't hold on to to the fear forever, but you know, anytime cop pulls up behind me, I'm like, fuck. Please don't let me have a worn out. Like, even though I've done nothing, my immediate reaction is, God, I can't relive that night. I cannot relive that night. I cannot relive that night. Like, I'm just freaking out. Be over here. It's like the, the, the fucking speeding ticket version of DMX. <laughs> God. I suppose I am that. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I feel like we had some things we were going to talk about, and then we just went a little crazy with it. I mean, there's and, other things, of course. I, I need to talk about something that's local and near and dear to my heart. What's that? Uh, in Elizabeth City, we have another brewery, guys, that um, is currently dealing with some serious issues uh, with their First Amendment rights being violated, guys. This Can't is tell if you're trying to be serious or not. I'm ready to guys, hear Guys, this is a Maryland-based brewery named Flying Dog, all right? I know Flying Dog. Yeah, Flying Dog. You should, if, you're, if you're one of those guys who gets one of those less, those smaller breweries, they usually have cool-ass beers anyway. They always have really nice logos, right? Yep. Yeah, well, Ralph Flying, Flying Dog, guys, they are releasing this year their freezing season winter ale. Now, if anyone knows the freezing season winter ale, I'm going to put a picture up on, because I've already actually put the picture up before, but I'm going to do it again. Uh, I want you guys to have it. Here's the freezing season bottle. In Elizabeth City, North Carolina, a judge ruled that it was in bad taste and rejected the label. Why? I I am, but it's not like a very large picture. Let me try to see if this is a larger... Okay, it's a little bit larger when I actually open the link. It's basically the picture of a naked man sitting next to a campfire. Standing next to a campfire. Um, North Carolina, in their infinite wisdom, they took a look at the naked man. They saw the tiny little bump between the man's legs, which is his penis, and Mm. was like, oh, yeah, no, not on our shelves. And so now, they are still currently in a battle. 
Flying Dog took it up to the next step. The U.S. District Judge above North Carolina themselves um, saying it is wrong to ban the beer label. North Carolina has to allow this beer to be sold with a little penis on it. Well, I mean, let's let's firstly state here that's not really a little penis. That is a bump. He right. is not he is not hanging dong here. There is no there's no veinery. Uh, there's no distinct there's <laughs> no, no distinctive there's no distinctive head or crown. Um, so under no circumstance, uh, it's it really sucks because the art style and this may actually be art of Ralph Steadman, but the art it style is, is based on, on Ralph uh, Steadman, and Ralph Steadman's a very very favorite artist of mine. Let me let me jump in with that because I wanted to, to do a real quick coda here. It's not the first time Flying Dog has gone to court over a label. Um, they had a beer called Raging Bitch. That oh, I love that one. Yeah, that Michigan tried to ban. Both labels were uh, created by Ralph Steadman. Yeah, he does. I think he's done work for them ever since uh, they released something called Gonzo Imperial Porter, mm-hmm. which was uh, a Hunter S. Thompson inspired beer that would get you fucked up. <laughs> uh, that stuff was no joke, baby. Um, it's like 12% by volume. It was intense. Um, yeah, you know. Uh, People are going to find anything to be offended by, quite honestly. Uh, mostly, um, mostly the people who love making a lot of jokes about snowflakes and being triggered. <laughs> Somehow ironic. Um, you know, it's 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 all free speech and freedom of expression. And let's go, Brandon, up until thank you. You see a penis bump, and then <laughs> thank you. <laughs> this is we're fucking taking it back, bitches. <laughs> Yeah, guys, it means a lot to me when you support me like that. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Always. Oh, man. What a dumb thing to be upset about. All the things in the world. And it, literally, Ralph Stedman could have just sneezed when he was drawing the legs. It's that minuscule. Well, somebody's packing heat in this conversation, clearly. You're right. I, I apologize to all of my brethren who have formless thumb bumps <laughs> with with zero testicles or pubic hair. It's just so unrealistic as to be like you know, like 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 it's not like it's a very realistic drawing of a man or a very realistic drawing of a fire. The dude's got a burnt elephant face, you know, like <laughs> he's got one arm like there's, there's so much here and you know if it was all that and then it was like a really hyper realistic dick then maybe maybe I'd, I'd hear I'd hear it from him but I would, I would love a super bad penis on a beer I mean why not just a just a beer that's just called penis I like that actually yeah just just penis be a, the beer penis can, colon the beer it can be a pale ale it could be a pale ale it could also be a honey brown depending I'm thinking. I'm thinking. The size of the bottle changes. The type of beer yeah, I knew you were going to say it. So by the time you didn't, get to, didn't do it, you, you know, get to a stout and it's like a half gallon or something. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just looking right now to see if penis bottles are a thing. Oh, yeah, you know a cock bottle thing. Come on. I now. mean, there's. I mean, there's, check Etsy. You know that shit's there for sure. There's there's penis water bottles, but that's not really what I'm looking for here. Um, Re bottle. <laughs> there's a lot of. <laughs> 
I don't know why I think I don't know why I was like shocked at the amount of penis themed <laughs> items, but <laughs> I am still, you know, I'm able to be like, ha, look, there's there's like this is just this is just ingenious as far as I'm concerned. I want everyone to enjoy is that. That's just, oh, that is great. It's a it's a penis capper for your hand sandy. So <laughs> can, Oh my god. A little, little squirt action. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, fantastic. It it really is. Welcome to Man. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. Especially since Congress met about UFOs this week. Thank you for mentioning that. They did. I haven't read anything up on that yet. I haven't either. Congress, Congress I feel like Twitter way. will explode if they're like, oh yeah, by the way, we knew about this shit. Yeah, we were fucking them. Here's the here's the thing about that. By and large, the majority of the things that they talked about were super boring. And whenever they got to certain topics, literally the dude will be interrupted and be like, no, we need to discuss that in the closed door session. Oh, so they're doing a closed door as well just to make people really angry. Yes. Yeah. Well, good so on guys, aliens are real, clearly. I don't think anybody ever doubted that. Aliens are real. They are here. They live amongst us. Harry Truman. Hey, I'm slapped one with his dick. <laughs> oh my god. I even love the idea that aliens aren't actually from another planet, but they exist in another dimension. So they just kind of fade in and out of our dimension. Let's just go fucking weird with it, you know what I mean? I mean, might as well. That's fantastic. Fantastic to me, guys. Fantastic. I don't have enough research behind me to talk about aliens, but I will tell you, I am like you. You would know this, guys, because I used to be very, very religious. I am into shit that are that is weird as fuck to, to believe in. I would love to believe in some freaky shit existing. I want to believe Sasquatch exists. I really want Nessie to be a real fucking thing. Like, I want aliens. I want yeah. ghosts. Yeah. I want all that shit. Man. I'm with you on that. It's like, you know, once once you get done with religion and you're looking for more things to have faith in, fucking go to cryptozoology, man. You want fucking all of that shit to be real. You're making, you're making religion sound like like Dare talks about pot. <laughs> <laughs> you get some religion and pretty soon you're going to be mainline and flat earth theory, kid. I don't want to go flat earth, but I mean, like. Listen, I've, I've heard some of those people talk. It's it's wild just to hear them talk. I don't believe a goddamn word they say, but it's absolutely insane that they're like, oh, yeah, no, Hitler's alive in Antarctica. <laughs> yeah, but tell me you don't want the Mothman to be a real thing. Uh, the Mothman is a real thing, so. See? You keep saying, I want this, I want this, I want this to be real. It just is. So. <sighs> goddamn, guys. If I ever... If you ever want to see an amazing movie, anybody, I, I challenge you, please go find The Legend of Boggy Creek. It's fucking fantastic. Literally about these people that are trying to catch this uh, this ape-like creature that's living in Boggy Creek. I think it's in Arkansas. And it's the fucking worst film. And the only time you see the monster... You want a good is, time. Go, go watch this shit movie. Is the only time you see the monster, a dude goes to take a piss Um and the toilet monster gets his dick. And the toilet is below a window, and the dude is standing there. And the monster shoves his arm through the window and grabs the guy and tries to pull him out. I yeah. don't know if he finished the urination or not, but that scared the shit out of me. 
honestly i can't talk too much shit about recommending a bad movie i was recently thinking of a little film called abraxas uh (laughs) it is it is a movie wherein jesse ventura is the person with the most acting experience and is therefore the lead (laughs) oh wow yeah like you're like oh no yeah yeah abraxas guardian of the universe currently holds a 2.9 on uh imdb um he is the lead. The second lead is Fen Ol Thorson. Uh, Jim Belushi makes a cameo. Oh. And the thing is, the box art, I'll give you the box art in the, in the, in the admin chat right there. The box art really makes it look like you're going to see some spaceship, right? Yeah. It, oh, wow. It sure yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. It is, of course it does. Here's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> there is spaceship in about... 10 the first 10 minutes of it the rest is abraxas trying to hunt this intergalactic uh dude in like minnesota <laughs> so it's, just, it's like it's like oh we ran out of we ran out of all the budget um where can they go and jesse's like i'll go to minnesota and they just decided they'd do it um dude, I, love the, I love the logo on this on this poster though oh the poster is absolutely great i bought the dvd based on the logo alone and then i was very disappointed except for one thing that has held on um and that is <laughs> so uh jesse ventura plays a finder which is like an intergalactic cop okay. sure. <laughs> each one of them has in their wrist something called the answer box oh I and so it's just that, a yeah. wrist mounted computer so i'll often call my phone that because there are scenes where he's just arguing with his wrist <laughs> like answer box don't you think i know that <laughs> your jesse ventura is fucking good too dude i've been trying to get it get better at it will sasso does the best jesse ventura and yeah. i'm really trying to i'm really trying to emulate that because it's just so funny the way he says things <laughs> well, i trained with the seals <laughs> what i'll point out about abraxas because i went to the wiki page this, yeah, this, this damian lee guy like he directed it he wrote it and produced it. This is his fucking baby. Yes, this is his baby. All right. Well, I don't I mean, know who Damian Lee is, and I looked at all the other movies he's made, and I don't think I want to know. He, he did Death Wish Five. Oh, he did Ski School. I fucking love Ski School. He's <laughs> <laughs> wow. like, yeah, this guy's a piece of shit. Oh, hold on. Fuck yeah, dude. Ski School's good <laughs> as fuck. If you haven't seen Ski School, guys, I highly recommend going and fucking watching Ski School. Why? Because fuck it. Why not? It's amazing. This dude's going hard at the paint right now. Yeah. He also did. He also did 1983's Copper Mountain, which stars a young Jim Carrey and Alan Thicke. It's a quasi-commercial for the now closed Cub Med Ski Resort in Copper Mountain, Colorado. <laughs> His first film was a commercial. Oh man! He's fucking. Oh, uh, he directed Corey Haim in a movie. He fucking. And, and he did the worst Death Wish. Yeah. I assume. I think that's the last one, isn't it? Death Wish Five. Yeah, it has to cost. I hope so. I mean, Charles, Charles is looking just like Charles Bronson, like always. Yeah, I mean, he, he came out of the womb 50. Yeah. <laughs> Such a great fucking actor, though. God damn. Man, they, they really ran out of ideas here. Uh, <laughs> in the film, in the film, Kersey tries to protect his girlfriend, Olivia Regent, from brutal mobsters that are threatening her fashion business. Oh, we kind of moved pretty far away from the, like, revenge for rape thing. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum raped my wife, so I'm killing a bunch of people or whatever there's that only, first movie was about. Look, at a certain point, dude, if you just keep if you keep um, going on vengeance missions because your girlfriend is raped, maybe the problem is you. 
Stop, let, stop, stop letting are your you, girlfriend get raped. Are you victim blaming? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not the girlfriend at all. No, no, no. I, I think you're victim blaming Charles Bronson. I think you're victim blaming Charles Bronson. I think you're saying, you know, you're asking for it, bud. I'm saying that he's <laughs> hanging out with the wrong people. You move into the ghetto with your nice car <laughs> and your good overcoat. <laughs> I see you out there with your rapist raper girlfriend. I don't know what the word would be. Um, I don't. I don't know. There's a good word to throw out there, so I think you might just want to lay off it. Uh, <laughs> I think. I think you're treading a line here, pal. I'm just this, saying. Guys. This is the last episode of the Carolina Social Club. The final episode, and join us for the fucking. I don't know some goddamn Australian place social club. <laughs> I, have, I I have heard way too much random racist shit said by white people on podcasts. I think we're okay if I try to figure out a word for raper. I think you just had it. <laughs> I, think, I think that's what you need right there. You got it. There you Raper. Go. Raper. I was trying to think, is there, is there any movie that has had more consecutives than Death Wish? I don't think there is. Besides like a horror film? Even then, I don't think more consecutives, right? I mean, like, you're thinking like Jason, who's gone into like Jason X and all that. Yeah, and, and takes Manhattan, and then they reboot and unreboot, and then like there's Freddy versus Jason, but I think somehow that's not canon, you know. Guys, what I really need to stress to you, to stress to all of you, everybody who's listening on Twitch, and everybody who will be listening later, is that Charles um, Bronson was asking for it. Ski school, ski school, ski school. Two, We're going to talk about two ski songs school. by the band Lockup. Which was Tom Morello's original band? Oh wow! Yeah, guys, you you I, are going you are going super super deep on this. And the worst part is, I don't even know if you looked that up. It was on one of my tabs. Okay, I'm not even gonna lie to you. <laughs> okay, I was like, man, this guy's a ski school fucking. He's a fanatic over here. I'm fanatic a, over here. He's, he's I'm, always going to talk about it. I'm a I'm a. Ski oh, school this friend. is the movie that they parodied on that Always Sunny episode. Yep. Dean Cameron was in it. Yep. Oh man! See, I kind of have to watch it now. Yeah, it's actually not a not an average movie. Yeah, it's an average movie from the director of Abraxas Guardian of the Universe, starring <laughs> Jesse Ventura and Sven Thorsen, with a with an appearance from Jim Belushi. Everybody wants Dean Cameron on their TV screens. When he's not there, he should be asking, "Where's Dean Cameron?" Where is Dean Cameron? I feel like that guy's probably done like some other stuff, right? I mean, Probably his name not. is Dean Cameron. It just sounds like he should be. He was in Straight Outta Compton. Look at that. Somewhere. <laughs> then there's then he's in a whole lot of movies with no link on Wikipedia, which does not <laughs> does not bode well. I'm afraid. <laughs> but he was in something called Rockula, and he was in Men at Work. I forgot he was in Men at Work. Yo, did you say Rockula? Rockula, my friend. Tell me that doesn't sound like that thing from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It does sound a little bit like that. It has Tony Basil. Thomas Dolby is the villain, dude. <laughs> Hold on, what? To what? Things are going to get better. <laughs> um, dude, this thing is insane. Can I just can I just explain to you that Dean Cameron is the main vampire? Tony Tony Basil of of you know. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. Yeah. His name is his girlfriend. Uh, Thomas Dolby is the main villain. She blinded me with science. Uh, that's what he did. Uh, Bo Diddley is in there as the guitarist. Bo Diddley. Damn. 
and and the <laughs> the director of photography is John Schwartzman, who was the later the director of photography on Sea Biscuit and Saving Mr. Banks. <laughs> Hollywood is truly bizarre, my friend. Uh, I don't give a fuck. I gotta tell you now, Damian Lee, you make me want to watch a Praxis now. You got one hell of. Oh, a you life. have to watch a Praxis. You're not going to like it, but you have to. <laughs> you got one hell of a story, my friend. You, you absolutely have to. It is fucking terrible, but you know what? Who cares? <laughs> it's a. It's got real strong fifty cent tape you get at the flea market. Energy. Fucking yeah, dude. It didn't even make it to ninety minutes in full runtime. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> can't even get that going. I I have two more things to hit on, and then I am done. All right. Okay. The first one is fantastic. I'm going to read it. It's an actual news report that came out last week. All right. A 19-year-old South Florida woman who fled from law enforcement in the Florida Keys on Thursday told the deputy who caught up to her that getting arrested was on her bucket list. Wow. She was charged with fleeing and eluding, Monroe County Sheriff's officials said. Deputy spotted the woman's vehicle driving recklessly just before 8 a.m. Thursday. He turned on his lights and siren, but the car did not immediately stop. Before she was taken to jail, the woman said getting arrested had been on her bucket list since high school. That sounds like such a basic bitch white thing. Yeah, it really does. Like I was going to be like, that sounds like such a Florida thing, but no, it's not really. Yeah, no, I'm with you. That does sound like a basic bitch white thing. Like, who? People are so fucking stupid, man. Like, <laughs> Getting arrested is on my bucket list. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I get arrested. <laughs> I'm thinking that um, we need to get her to um, the scared straight with um, Eddie. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It'll just be me quoting things from or, scared straights that I've seen. <laughs> or you know, or Richard, whoever he is, wherever he is. <laughs> I, I remember the one uh, uh, Tom Segura detailed it. Prison flashlight. Tom Segura <laughs> detailed it at one point, but he was like, he was. I saw one in '99 that was completely uncensored, and they cut into clips of it, and it's 100 percent uncensored. At one point, there's a dude there's like missing most of one eye, like he's got a milky eye and some big scars coming out of it. And he's leaning down on these 12 year olds' faces. He goes, "They call me Crazy Chris, the Nightmare Man, motherfuckers." <laughs> I do sound like you're on Impractical Jokers, dude. God damn. Oh, man. Blah, blah. Everybody gonna die. Oh, my God. I'm gonna so. make you suck my dick for breakfast. <laughs> so you're saying breakfast wasn't bad, right? Well, you know me. <laughs> It was it was just like the cover of that beer. <laughs> just, just like the cover of that beer. A sort of <laughs> odd-shaped, burnt elephant face man with one arm. Just sort of banned in North Carolina. Banned in North Carolina. I was I was banned in North Carolina in that moment. The last thing that I need to talk about, and I'm not gonna spoil anything for anyone. Okay. But if you have not watched Chippendale Rescue Rangers, I have fucking go fucking watch it. Please. But I want to watch Rocky. 
of God watched Chippendale Rescue Rangers, the movie. So I, I cannot believe how good that shit fucking was. I showed the uh, the trailer to Kelly yesterday after you yeah. came back and said that it was so good. Yeah. And uh, at, at first, like the first like 15, 20 seconds, she was like, Meh. and then like all of a sudden she was like, oh, yeah, I'm in on that. And I'm like, right. It looks so good. Here's the thing. There's so much shit that goes on in the background that you really do have to watch it again. The movie details subreddit is going to be fucking spoiled with so much shit that they're going to be posting. Like, randomly. The one thing I will say that I did not see, but someone else saw, the fucking um, graffiti that Miles Morales did in Into the Spider-Verse is on a random wall in the background of one scene. <laughs> Don't know why. But why not? fucking is. Guys, there is so much going on in that movie. It it's it it is it feels like Roger Rabbit, and it's not it's not Roger Rabbit. Don't get me wrong; that's an instant classic type film. But it it makes no bones about the fact that it might just be set in the same universe. That's amazing. I like. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, it sounds like it'll be pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna give it oh, a yeah. shot. And and um, probably slightly inebriated when I do. What's his What's his name? The dude from uh, Lonely Island. Andy Samberg. Uh, Andy Samberg. Akiva Schaefer. And Andy Samberg is Dale. Mm-hmm. Akiva okay. Schaefer is the director of the movie. Okay, oh. that's so good. If you, if you like Lonely Island shit, this is really who doesn't the Lonely right? Island the movie. Who doesn't and, like a little Lonely Island? And John Mulaney is Chip. All right. Yep. It's I'm so willing cool. to listen to that. Oh my god! Yes. Oh oh, and I also forgot. Um, Tress McNeil reprises her role as Gadget, and Eric Bana is Monterey Jack. Nice. That's that's a casting, dude. I'm so here for that. <laughs> Eric Bana, really? Yes, Eric fucking Bana. And that's all I'll say. Please Eric. go watch that movie. It made my fucking day yesterday. <laughs> I mean, I assume we've just done an hour. I'm almost positive we have. Oh yeah, no, we definitely have. <laughs> We should get B-hopped up on goofballs more often. <laughs> fucking diverse Tremina in this bitch. I drank it all. I'm fucking toasted uh, Get the right rosé. I'm, hey, I'm not even playing. Go get the rosé right now and tell me how it tastes. Hey, did you see Eddie? Did you see Eddie hating on She-Hulk earlier? Oh, oh yeah, on She-Hulk. Oh, that. my God. You did mention that's one of the things you want to talk about. Fucking I do want to talk about it. I just yeah, don't was, think what I was doing was hating. It, it wasn't, but I had to lead in. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you, you know, okay. lead in nicer. How no, I'm, I will not. If anybody's watched that trailer, I have a couple you times. Probably have your thoughts on on at least the CGI. CGI don't look good. It doesn't. Thank you. But, but She-Hulk is the kind of character is really hard, I would think, to make look good in CGI. Or at Disagree. all, really. They've been able to handle it for other stuff without issue. It's more the fact that you're basically just making a seven and a half foot tall green woman. And with big hair. This is any different than making a nine foot tall green dude wearing glasses and eating fucking sausage at a diner. But in fairness to that, one, that's a movie with movie money. Yep. And two, he's outlandishly big. He's like big ass, bulky ass muscles and, and everything. Is- I can't agree. They are trying to hew to some level of realism with that. And it, I think, is to the detriment of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you, I mean, it's an unwinnable thing. 
Yeah. I mean, the, the thing about the uncanny, uncanny valley is that you kind of have to make things non-realistic because we digest it better as viewers. And I think they're trying to go hard realism oh, on it. God damn it. What? Watch Chip and Dale rescue Rangers for a wonderful <laughs> segue to Uncanny Valley. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway. I'm with so, you on this. Yeah, I, th- I think the CGI doesn't look good. I would have preferred her to be larger, um, but that's probably just for like, you know, standard dirtbag reasons. Uh-huh. I just, in my mind, She-Hulk has, you know, fucking muscles. And I don't really get that vibe out of this, but it's probably closer to the actual comics incarnation, at least in some of the more popular versions of it, you know. What I what I can say about She-Hulk, based on the fact that I am a giant nerd read way too many books with her in it mm-hmm. her musculature is always connected to how angry or emotional she is mm. so the angrier or more afraid she is the bulkier and more savage she becomes i see so whenever she's good like she's able to keep it down she's life she is she is just big and green just and lean she looks like a regular old woman big and mm. green very durable because, I mean, one of her booty calls in the comics is the Juggernaut. I am well aware <laughs> nice. of that fact. Yeah, they, they broke a bed at the expansion. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, I love how, honestly, like, sexually open she is. She's yeah, it's, it's, surpri- it's a surprisingly horny trailer from what I would argue is probably the most successful, entirely sexless uh, movie franchise. <laughs> yeah. We already know based upon the fact that she cradles that dude in her arms in the trailer. She's about the bone. She mm-hmm. went right, swiped right on everybody. That's fantastic. No lefts. <laughs> she's fucking... probably getting D from David Otunga at some point. Yes, he's in it too, guys. Yeah, David Otunga's there for for the people who that matters for. Yeah. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like me and B and not Josh. Two thirds yeah, no, of the podcast is amped. I don't give a shit about David Otunga. I just wanted the man to bounce back after Jennifer Hudson. That's all I, just I wanted want. to have something for him. Something I'm fine with him Otunga. having something. I just don't care about him in the show. You don't know that. Yeah. He's flexed his beautiful muscles. Well, let him win you over, man. I, I mean, I will. I always go into that kind of stuff with an open mind. Giant Tatiana. Maslana he hasn't worked in four years. God almighty. <laughs> wow. No, I'm sorry. He, he was in a Medea family funeral. Uh, you, I stand by what you said. Working four years. But. How much work could it really have been? It was a Medea family funeral. Yeah, you literally stand there, let Tyler Perry do all the shit, and then you walk off set. That's all you have to do. He probably wasn't even like, oh no, nah, man, he's like twelfth build. He probably showed up and he's like, hey, I'm I'm Sylvia's husband. And exactly. Tyler Perry said something, and then he left. I need you to hold. Yeah, yeah, David. Yeah, I need you to hold uh, hold this styrofoam plate. Yeah, we're having a picnic in this scene. See, everybody's here. It's a whole family thing. Is you this know. your Tyler Perry? And it's just my deep voice. And and then when I call action, I'm gonna come on screen with a muumuu and uh, my wig on, and I'm going to slap this other guy over here. And all I need you to do is purse your lips like something has happened. Maybe act like you had like a limit. You can do that. I believe in you. Y'all know he was a tag team champ. Yep. Sure action. Wow. I just Fantastic. looked up Tyler Perry Studios and uh, the revenue from that year- yearly is a figure that was surprising and disheartening. The man has his I'm own not disheartening. I mean, get, get your money. I don't give a shit. 
the man built his own White House to film in. Yeah. On on the lot in uh in Georgia, the man is is just a fucking money machine. Here's here's what I know. I watch a lot of Pluto TV, and they yeah. uh they love to pimp that uh, Tyler Perry's Ruthless show, which near as I can tell is sort of like a black version of that Far Cry game with the cult. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. That's fair. No, they make nine hundred seven million dollars a year. I mean, amen to that. I mean, when you and you think really just from Tyler Perry, but how many shows are on right now that are Tyler Perry productions? Easily double digits, right? Gotta be. Yeah, there's on top of the movies, on top of it's got to be ninety five percent of what's on the O network. (laughs) I don't know who that's more insulting for. I mean, the other five percent is Oprah showing up and waving her hands around crazy and interviewing somebody random. Oh, yeah, no, they're running all kinds of stuff here. They got uh, Divorce Court, Haves and Have Nots, uh, Sisters, The Oval, Ruthless, Young Dylan, all the Queen's men. Um, they produced Hawkeye. Wow. Oh. So <laughs> they produced Coming to America, too. <laughs> hey, look, anybody, and, and we are not, I think, at all hating on him because. No, no I think man, he's great. The man is really talented. Uh, he's really good in shit that he doesn't produce when he's just acting he's really fucking good the best part and this is going to sound fucked up the best part of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows that's right y'all he plays Baxter Stockman fucking awesome I didn't know it was going to leave that on silence but you know well no I just have I I haven't seen it Um, he he also led Starfleet I mean he was Colin Powell he was good in that too. Now I'm thinking about it. Vice was a good ass movie. God. He's no, he's just extremely talented. There's just no, yeah, no 100%. About that. he was good in Gone Girl. I mean, he's Amen. oh god, fucking Gone Girl. I, I'm sure, I'm sure he was awesome in uh, uh, Paw Patrol the movie. Oh, yeah, he was in that. Yo, he was in that. How did I know he would mark on that? Because Yo. I can't. Okay, guys, y'all don't know this, but Tyler Perry in that movie, he plays a tractor trailer driver. Who spins out on the bridge and the pup's got to go save him? Okay. And now, then, is everybody in Paw Patrol? Are they all animals? No, 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 no. Okay. Just, just the animals are the animals, and just the humans. Paw Patrol themselves. Well, they're cats too, but they don't talk. It's just the dogs that talk. Cats okay, racist. Talk. Go on. And and there's a chicken named Chickaletta, and it it doesn't <laughs> talk either. And look, the chicken is owned by the mayor of the town. Okay. All right. And Chickaletta be getting into some shenanigans. I feel like I need to be high for this conversation. The mayor never, <laughs> can never like stop Chickaletta. She keeps losing Chickaletta, which is weird because you would. I get that there's no leash laws in a place where your police force is a bunch of dogs. It's copaganda, but, of course, yeah. But like, oh, don't get me started. <laughs> they have a recycling pup. They have an alpine pup who like goes and climbs mountains. And Marshall, the fire pup, is not to be besmirched in my presence. Sir. Randall Park was apparently uh, one of Mayor Humdinger's security guards. Mayor Humdinger. Mayor Humdinger, yeah. That's a Humdinger. Let me show you guys Mayor Hum fucking Dinger. That's sure, my bro. Man, right there. You are, That's my you are passionate. 
mans in them. I've watched way too fucking much. Of this show. It's my knucklehead from way back. This dog, yo, look at this fucking picture. Tell me that man don't know what the fuck he's doing. Then he gets his fucking cat. Well, so they're just like regular sized animals. Well, those are the kittens that work with Humdinger. See, he's anti Paw Patrol, so he got cats. Oh, they're yeah, all dressed up like the fucking Paw Patrol. So he's he's sort of a Pelosi and anti police candidate. Well, look, if you look at the fucking the benevolent, cat, the benevolent Association of Paw Patrol has turned their backs on Mayor Humdinger. <laughs> look down at the cat next to him in the brown. See the brown with the blue with the blue vest on? Yeah. That's a cop cat. <laughs> This is, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. This seems like a fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Y'all fucking, God damn it! No, hold on. I'm sorry, bro. You, I, it, we, it, Josh and I just have no frame of reference being nope. childless men. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all can watch child fuck. Here's a picture of the Papa Chow. Now look at these motherfuckers. Yeah, no, I see you. All right. Yeah. You got, got Sky uh, Fly. Okay, okay. Let's let's hold on here. I, I got I got air support. I have yeah. what I'm assuming is some sort of engineering mutt. Um, <laughs> oh, the green one? He's construction the working bulldog. There's okay, the, yeah, that's rubble. There's, the, the there's, there's the cop dog. There's a German yeah. shepherd. That's fucking nice. Um, they have the uh, <laughs> Dalmatian, Dalmatian on, uh, fire guy. And I don't know what that orange one does. I think I think he's the left leg in the Voltron. Well, <laughs> if I recall correctly, I think that one's the one that's in a wheelchair. Okay. They got one in the wheelchair. No, he he's not in a wheelchair, but they have one that's in a wheelchair. They have a handicapable one. They also have like an outback dog. Do they call him wheels like in the BK Kids Club. Real talk, I actually think maybe they do. Hold on. <laughs> you see, your your kids have this. I had the BK Kids Club, and <laughs> I had Captain Planet. <laughs> Man, that's Zuma. All right, hold on, hold on. He's, he really wants to know if they call the guy wheels now. This matters to me! <laughs> okay, hold on. Right. I'm holding on, brother. I am made of breath. We're, we're here for this. I'm here for, I'm here for, for you finding out more than actually knowing. Myself. All good pups. And you saved the day. We got this. We got this. I mean, I can't think. you just Google like... I'm just going to try can't. it myself. I can't, okay? I can't. I mean, they have I, have, of, I have who it is now, if you want it. Okay, who is, I know that's Zuma. Okay, I know the brown one. I know he's Zuma. I, um. Are you ready? You have, if you're not, what, what, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Rex is a Bernie's mountain dog who debuted in season seven yes! episode Dino Rescue. Pups Fucking with the dinosaurs, dinos. yo. He is yes. a dinosaur. This is a dinosaur expert. Member yo, of dinosaurs the Yes. In the Paw Patrol universe, dinosaurs still exist, man. You should have led with that. You buried the lead here. Yeah, you're, telling also, you're telling me Mayor Humdinger has to worry about dinosaurs and the Paw Patrol keeps fucking with him? <laughs> well, I see also, why he's pissed off. Look, he's the other town. He's the other town. Okay? The mayor with Chickaletta, the fucking... And, and here's how progressive they are. She's a black woman who owns a chicken. All right? That's fantastic to me. That's how we do it. Here and her <laughs> name is Mayor Goodway, yo. How is the, how is the how is the owning a chicken the progressive part? Progressive <laughs> is she's a black woman. She has her own chicken. She has her own chicken named Chickaletta. She carries the chicken around in her purse. Okay. She's the mayor of Adventure Bay. <laughs> mayor Humdinger over here, fucking. He's he lives in a foggy bottom. 
Don't nobody want to hang out in Foggy Bottom. He has relatives, including Harold Humdinger, Helga Humdinger, and the Cheetah. So that's good to know. I don't, I'm in this. I'm in this wiki. I don't need to be in this wiki right now, guys. <laughs> this isn't good for me to, to. I don't need to know this. In the Paw Patrol movie, they introduce a new dog named Liberty. That's funny because that's my buddy Don's dog's name. <laughs> uh, I forgot who voiced Liberty in this movie, but I. Do oh, know. I'll tell you. Is it Liberty? The name of a I've Cody got the Wikipedia up, my friend. Yes, it's, it is. Uh, I know um, Kim Kardashian voices a yeah, poodle named Dolores. Voice a poodle. Randall Park is there. Dax Shepard is there. Dax Shepard. Uh, Jimmy, Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Um. Liberty, liberty, liberty. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see no. Uh, I don't see no. Oh, Marcy Martin. Martin. Yeah. She was on Blackish. Yeah, she's from, she's from Blackish. And her older sister, Yara Shahidi, is in it as well. Yo. Yeah? Yeah, she's she's Dr. Kendra Wilson, a scientist who worked at a university. She invented the cloud catcher. That's right, <laughs> the cloud catcher. Mayor Humdinger, Humdinger took the cloud catcher and the Paw Patrol got to stop it. I want to welcome everybody to the Paw Patrol <laughs> Social Club, the podcast where we get pee hopped up on sugar and he talks really animatedly about Paw Patrol. This shit matters! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I, I I have learned my my head hurts because I've learned so much about Paw Patrol that I didn't know. Literally came into this ice cold, <laughs> and B was just like, "Nah, I'm, I'm jamming this into you. I'm, you were getting all of this knowledge. I'm going to tamp it into you like I'm loading a cannon." <laughs> I want that. Yeah, it's deep in you now. Okay. I mean, here's what I'll know. I'll know that Dax Shepard got work voicing the Paw Patrol because everybody said, you know who I need is the distinctive voice of Dax Shepard. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Guys, for a number of reasons. Take your time when you're alone. Even if you don't smoke up, if you do it clean, because I do it clean all the time. And just watch you some Paw Patrol. Just watch you some Paul. They turn into superheroes. They turn into knights. They fight dragons, dog. That's right. Everybody looking at fucking Chase because he's a cop. Well, yo, he's one of the good ones. All right. One of the good ones. He's one of the good ones. He's he has not shot any black dog in that that show at all. (laughs) That guy, that guy, that 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 police dog doesn't see color, quite literally. (laughs) how'd you like that how'd you like that 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 was oh god i'm good right to the ribs mayor goodway has never ever been pulled over like illegitimately by the dogs always on the case and he's good has not been pulled over illegitimately by the dogs who are the police force like just just the question i have here is there are no human cops no it's just dogs it's just this group (laughs) <laughs> All right. just, just this group it's, li- it's led by a young boy named Ryder who may or may not be like 10 he is he the, may or may not <laughs> he's the overlord of the Paw Patrol okay good for Ryder it is really good for Ryder I don't know how this child attains such power well, in Adventure Bay but like look at all the adults clearly the Mayor uh, good way, good way. Mayor Chicoletta 
Good way. Take a lot of the chicken. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> sorry. Can we get Paw Patrol Time Cop? Is that possible? We get Paw Patrol Demolition Man. <laughs> Didn't eat it. Oh God, <laughs> my head hurts. Well, guys, I think that's all the time that we have. Yeah, for I think, I think it's, this is a good way to good way to cut that. This has been the Paw Patrol Prison. Uh, Paw Patrol Prison Recidivism. Lee Boyd Malvo fan cast. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you guys for listening. This was episode 25 of the Carolina Social Club. You can find us on Twitter at Carolina SOC Club. You can on find Twitch the Rockula TV. trailer on YouTube. Yeah, you can find the Rockula trailer on YouTube. You can find us on Twitch TV at twitch.tv slash Carolina Social Club, where we record and go live every Saturday as we record the show. Uh, for Josh, <laughs> I'm Josh. Boo. For B and Eddie. Hey, later, everybody. Have a good time. <laughs> Watch Chip and Dale. Go to...